Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3 back again on the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel for the very first edition on Fightful Overbook of Degrassi Dudes. I am here with the Spinner Mason to my Jimmy Brooks, Steven Jensen, and we are joined by a very, very, very special guest, someone that literally commented when we first started this show off, and we immediately was like, you got to be the first guest for the show. She is a Degrassi fan. She is the queen of content when it comes to wrestling media. The queen of the ring, Alex, is here with us. Hello, y'all. I am... <laughs> So happy to be here. When I found out, when y'all tweeted out that you were doing a Degrassi podcast, I was all about it. I am telling you, I wasted my Friday nights as a teenager, not going to like teenage parties and out drinking and stuff. And I stayed home and watched Degrassi. And oh my gosh, I'm so happy to get into this today. <laughs> yes, we're happy to have you. It, it's the same kind of thing with us. Like I've told the story before where I discovered this show when I was in high school as well. We're all probably right around the same age. And yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and I, uh, I, I was on like the high school wrestling team. So like my Friday nights during the season, like I couldn't go out and like hang out with friends ever or anything. Cause I was like not eating and like had to wake up at like six in the morning to like weigh in for wrestling and all this stuff. So I just like found these marathons of this show that they would run on like the N. You know? yes. and, and, N. <laughs> and then, before I knew it, I was just like completely hooked. And it was one of those things where like, I didn't want my, it was, it was really similar to pro wrestling. I like, didn't want many people knowing I was into this because like, I just knew I was going to get made fun of, but then like the older I got, the more I just started leaning into all the stuff that I actually like. And this is one of those things. So like, it's just fun to be able to do this. And it's so it's non-wrestling related. So it's like, it's fun to, to talk about just something totally random and to show that we all obviously have a lot of love for so th this is this is a lot this is awesome once again alex thanks for joining us like this we were really looking forward to this episode thank you for creating this podcast this is the <laughs> podcast that i think will bring world peace i don't know maybe but i'm very excited to be on this podcast more than anything in the world <laughs> I, I, I don't think you're too far off because we create this podcast and then they come up with the reboot to Degrassi yep. on HBO Max. Like, yep. so you might be on to something. We might be on the path to world peace, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, listen, Degrassi walked so Euphoria could run. All right. I've not seen a lick of Euphoria, but I've heard that it's like people are comparing it to Degrassi. I'm like, I don't know. Because we lived through the times of Degrassi, like during the, the, the Manny leaks. And and the shootings and like yes. everyone just getting gonorrhea like that <laughs> yeah. was some intense shit on TV. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like we've talked about that before too. Where like this show was so ahead of its time when it mm -hmm. came to like just like talking about like social issues and like yeah like same sex relationships and like school shootings and everything like we're talking. But yeah, so like I I mean, but it's funny because like they. <laughs> and some of the stuff didn't age great like looking back on it but like they tried like they they tried they, the whole the whole tagline of the show was it goes there you know what i mean so it was like degrassi it goes there and they yeah. definitely went there so it's definitely a great catchphrase tagline like it definitely <laughs> went there and i remember like there were so many things that i just didn't know about that i just discovered 
through Degrassi. Like, there's yeah. so many issues that, like, I it was a perfect time for me to watch it because I was in high school. I was the perfect age to watch Degrassi. So I learned a lot of things in Degrassi that I went, I also went to a Catholic school as well. So they really weren't going in on like teaching us anything about health issues. And most of the things I learned was from Degrassi. I remember there was a summer, it was the summer where right before um, the next generation premiered, the N did a whole marathon with the older Degrassi. So it was like Degrassi yeah. junior high and high school. And so I was familiar with those characters because of that marathon. It was like, I think it was the summer going into freshman year of high school. So it was almost like summer reading for me, <laughs> just watching that older Degrassi. And then I got into the next generation and I was all set. I used to go to the mall tours I'd never met any of them, but there was one mall tour where it was in New Jersey. And I remember it was Marco and Paige were there. I never got to meet them. The door was like shut in my face. I waited eight hours for nothing. Aww. I know. And then there was another mall tour, which was actually in Madison Square Garden. And it was Craig and Jimmy, a.k.a. Drake. So I remember going to that one and getting the door shut in my face. But I remember going to the message boards and like reading the reviews of like what happened at the meet and greets and did they do anything special with the fans? And I will never forget on this message board, they said that most of the girls, I mean, you know, it was mostly girls that were going, let's sure, be honest. Of course, of course. Like Craig Manning, everybody's school crush. I mean, he was on my textbooks in my locker when I was in high school. So I had a huge crush on Craig. But I remember everyone said that they flocked to Craig Manning instead of uh, Aubrey Graham, who's Jimmy Drake, which is a crazy to think at the time that there's like a baby Drake sitting in Madison Square Garden with no lines, like just signing That's autographs insane. and taking photos. And years later, he is the person that he is today. The, the, so the biggest the biggest star in the world now right. which is crazy. <laughs> so crazy yeah and we we've talked about it before on the show that they did not give drake a lot of character development on the show until he gets shot until he gets shot that's when he he really becomes like one of the better characters because you get the overarching you know story of him being a basketball player mm -hmm. who can't play basketball anymore and stuff like that but i i did want to ask you alex because one thing that we always talk about on the show is where we kind of checked out of of degrassi and we get a lot of different answers you know steven he said it was when the the og class like the emma the mannies the spinners the jimmies they went on their way and they were off the show that's where he cut off and it's similar for for me like i i think the first time i cut off was around six season six or season seven i think i came back for manhattan and then when i saw the ending of manhattan i was like i'm over the show um yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we we still we still aren't over the fact that that Sean and, and Emma didn't wind up together. We, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk Spinner, about that somehow. Yeah. Spinner and, and and Emma get married out of the complete blue. So yeah, nowhere. <laughs> like where did that come from? They weren't even in the same grade. Not even in the same friend group. It was just so weird. Yes. Uh, yeah, that it was it was really weird. I definitely had a cut off with Degrassi. I think I cut off because I remember on the end, there was a bunch of shows coming out. There was like 
South of Nowhere, I think, was another show. And it was about, yeah. like, two girls, and they were in, like, a relationship together. That was definitely my bisexual awakening. That show, including Alex from Degrassi, was also my bisexual awakening. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and about it. Alex, too. So I was like, right. oh, that's me. I also wear big hoop earrings. Like, there's something going on here. <laughs> so so, so I take that as when we get into this tier, we're going to have a, a Palix love fest. Yes, definitely. Okay, Definitely. okay, just making but sure. I remember, like, the end had so many, like, shows coming up, so I was watching the every, like, everything on the channel. But with the grassy, there was a hard stop when, like, Manny and Emma, they graduated, but then there was a season where they followed them to college. So I was yeah. still yeah. watching that, and I cared more about the college stuff than the high school stuff. And then they came out with, uh Degrassi takes over Hollywood or Degrassi goes yes. to Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. And that was the last thing I watched because I remember I was I think I was hurt but also happy that Ellie uh and Craig got together. <laughs> you mean you mean at the airport. Literally yeah. one yes, kiss. at the yeah. airport. Yeah. The, the one cheesiest kiss. Cheesiest thing. The cheesiest thing and he like had this drug problem and like he like fucked her over so many times he let her on and she deserved so much better and even marco was telling her that and then like they got together and i was like oh i'm not watching this and then i remember degrassi takes manhattan because i remember at that time like the streets like they filming they were like filming in Times Square and I remember yeah. like I was near Times Square and I heard that Degrassi was there I remember running down the block to see what was happening <laughs> I couldn't see anything the stars had already gone up they were packing all the equipment I was like oh god but I did watch that movie and then like I didn't know who was who in the movie and it, I was just like oh I'm fully checked out and I think they still kept going yeah. I was like, yeah. no, I don't, I'm too old now, I feel, and I'm still, like, 19. It's weird. <laughs> I, it's so funny, because me and SB3 have talked about that before, too, where I think a lot of us, because my, the when I initially dipped out was after the Hollywood movies, too, the first time. Yeah. Because I'll never forget this, the cheesiest ending of all time, where they're all, like, Paige is, is like in this mansion, even though like she got kicked off the movie, but now she's like the assistant to like the movie guy or whatever. And, and like the studs are all standing outside and you get like this, this really cheesy scene where like Manny and Jay, they're, they're like in this like real weird relationship. And it's like just the most cliche couple minutes in like the history of the show where like Manny's like, I'll, I'll be back before you know it. And Jay like turns around with like that look on his face, like, Oh, this is still, this is still a thing. And they wind up kissing and then all everyone's cheering outside the mansion. And like, you think the show's over and like, it's starting to pan out. And then Jay out of the complete blue is like, Hey guys, Stude's rule. Oh and I was God. like, this is so cheesy. <laughs> like they've made Jay, like, Jay went from like the the ultimate just like bad guy on the show to like this really corny like kind of this like lame guy who was like hanging out with high schoolers still but like wasn't in high school anymore and that's what I dipped out too. It's so funny. Like that was like the I think that was for a lot of us the the Hollywood stuff was was the end of it. Um really quickly, let me pull this up. We got a super chat. If y'all if y'all want to send super chats, we really really yeah. appreciate that. Um since it's from Vala says 
Uh, I super chat for world peace. I still haven't seen Degrassi or Euphoria. Uh, like I said last time, I just like listening to you good people. We we appreciate that. And Kayla is in the chat. What's up, Kayla? Hi, Kayla. I love you. <laughs> Alex, I love you. Steven, I miss you. Um, and SP3, of course, is here as well. Um, Kayla, I miss you. I, I miss you too, buddy. Kayla, me and Kayla uh, used to hang out when I lived in Nashville. Um, so it's uh, it's always good to see you in here, Kayla. And I don't think she seen Degrassi, which is actually kind of surprising. I figured this would be like right up her alley. But uh, <laughs> maybe you'll get into it after this. So. We, we, we have inspired quite a few people to, to watch. So now that I know where, where Alex's knowledge of uh, Degrassi is at, uh, it, it might be time to go to our character, our couples tier list. One last question I have for Alex, because I like to ask this to everybody. Um, who is your favorite character and who is the character you most relate to? Uh. The character I most related to was Ellie, for sure. Like, her everything, like, her whole aesthetic, being, like, the goth alternative girl in high school and kind of being the basket case and not really fitting in with a certain, you know, friend group and just bouncing around. Uh, I definitely related to her. Um and I started dressing like her when I was in high school as well. Um, the one I, the one character I love the most, um, I mean, Craig. I had a huge crush on like Jake Epstein. I remember like these like fan made websites of like Jake Epstein, and I would go there and I would download the pictures, and they would upload the pictures from him at the mall tours with his big curly hair, and I would like download it and print it out and put it in my locker and my textbooks and like my room. It was, it was a whole thing. Like every every person, especially when they're a teenager, they have that one like celebrity crush growing up that they like love no matter what and even to this day like everyone every guy had like the kelly kapowski right yep. yeah that was yeah. my kelly kapowski was craig manning <laughs> everybody either had kelly kapowski or like topanga uh yes. for degrassi yeah. fans if you were a girl it was craig if you're a guy it was manny manny <laughs> yeah so 100 yeah. percent understand so and and if you were gay it was both <laughs> absolutely right. oh, absolutely <laughs> That's something we talked about on this show before. And I, th I think you're, I don't know if it was on the same thing that you had watched Alex with like the reunion, but we've talked about the giant missed opportunity where like, apparently it was in the works, but never happened where they almost did a relationship between Craig and Marco. Oh, yes. yes I yeah. remember that because they were pushing for that because both of the actors were pushing for it. And there was one episode where Marco went to a college party because he was dating yep. Yep. Paige's brother. <laughs> yeah. And then he was trying to get Paige's brother jealous. And for some reason, like, they were in a stairwell together <laughs> and they were sitting together. And then he comes out, Paige's brother comes out and Marco kisses Greg and like, or Greg, Craig. And, uh, and like, they were starting to brew something with the relationship together. They should have. Yeah. I thought that would have been great. 
they yeah. they they really explored like because uh, I told Steven like I cut off at that point that I told you about and then I mm-hmm. watched some of the later seasons during the pandemic. You have a lot of time. I had kids. I was inside and I would watch uh, Degrassi. And in the later seasons, they had like this kind of like pretty boy who was with the girl. And then he breaks up with the girl and then he gets in the relationship with the guy. I felt watching that after hearing the story, I was like, they literally just did the Craig with him. <laughs> yeah, they eventually went through with it. Was that that was Miles, right? In the later seasons? Yeah. yeah. Miles Hollingsworth the third. I'm starting to get more familiar with like all the stuff that I missed now because SP3 has been talking about it so much on these shows. I'm like, I got it. All right. I got to see who these new kids are. I say new kids. This is already like a decade ago. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Joel, I, I I knew he'd say it. I knew, but this is definitely worth bringing up. Um, Joel actually played a, a backyard high school gig, a party gig with Jake Epstein. Uh, so he's actually met him before. And I have, trust me, I have asked. I'm like, do you have any link at all to him still? Because if we could get anyone oh. from Degrassi on this show with us, that would be huge. He pops <laughs> so. up. Imagine he just like pops up in this call. Oh my God, I'd start crying. I really would. And like he's done. That's so crazy, Joel, that you did that. Because like I know people that are from Canada that are like one degree or two degrees away from Jake Epstein. And I'll tell them like about my love of Degrassi. And it's pretty wild to talk to people in Canada because Degrassi just isn't a thing. I mean, it is a thing, but it's so common. And the cast was so large that there was always somebody who knew somebody who was in Degrassi, you know, or like somebody's roommate was in Degrassi. So it wasn't a big deal in Canada, but it was such a cult following here so when some of those actors branched out and were in different projects here like jake epstein was on broadway countless amount of times i would start freaking out like oh my god jake epstein and people are like who the hell is that and i'm like degrassi and some people are like i don't know what that is it's like you don't know what degrassi is you know but then you talk to like americans and it's such a cult following here like it's a huge like teen cult following over here compared to how it was in canada it was just so nonchalant over there (laughs) and still is in a lot of ways when you find a fellow degrassi fan it's like finding a fellow wrestling fan like you get really excited that you could talk about this thing that not everybody accepts in popular culture (laughs) (laughs) looks like uh real quick i'll throw this up too the mwn network uh says that they did background stunt work, secondary work for Degrassi. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That's incredible. That's Love crazy. seeing this kind of stuff. Like, yes. Yes. Oh, awesome. So cool. Some real, some real fans in here too. Like, I know there's people who are gonna listen to this that, are, that have no idea what we're talking about, but like just want to hang out and like listen to us talk. But it's really cool that there's like actual Degrassi fans in here. They're gonna have have some sort of clue of what we're talking about today as well. So. Especially with the couples, I feel like yes. everyone has. Some Their kind favorite. of opinion with the couples. Like how people have an opinion with wrestlers. I'm sure yes. there's going to be people in the comments being like, you should have hang- ranked this wrestler or, you know, couple up higher. Blah, 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 blah. This couple meant so much to me. It's like... <laughs> That's what I'm here for, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I am and here for, for it. For, for those of you watching this, because this is the first episode on Fightful Overbooked, some of our shows, like today, this is going to be more catered towards the fans that that really know the show because we're going to go through the couples um we'll deep dive on some of them some of them we'll just kind of get in a, a, a gut opinion on and we'll we'll rank them um but some of our episodes are more 
quote unquote educational where we really like explain who the characters are and like they go through the stories and all that stuff. But today is really more so for the hardcore fans, like because we're gonna pull up your favorite couples and some of your least favorite couples, and we're gonna tell you what we thought about it. So I'm excited. Let's so do he, this. Here is the full uh, assortment of, uh, and you you gotta excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, for a couple of these. I'm gonna have to go real close to the camera to recognize <laughs> who these couples are because the pictures are sort of small. But here is our five categories for these tiers. We got Endgame. So these are the goats, Degrassi couples, the couples that either wound up together or should have wound up together, and the you know the the iconic couples. Uh, the next section is they were cute but basically they would they look cute together but they weren't end game they weren't the iconic couples like the top tier uh so forgettable they were they were okay but if you if you didn't watch the grassy for a while you kind of forgot them uh i like to pretend they never happened <laughs> uh these are just couples that we completely just didn't even want to happen or sh we think shouldn't have happened and then of course it is the section everybody enjoys toxic as f af or whatever you would like to call it but these are the couples that are uh, just were drama filled so it was entertaining but definitely weren't going to work out at all so we got a full list so we will kind of go i'm gonna go through and pick out the ones that i know alex and uh jensen will know for sort of the ones in the latter seasons i'll probably say one or two sentences about them and put them where i think they should go but we got starting off with one of the og couple like the iconic couple of degrassi high but they did transfer over to degrassi the next generation we got joey and caitlin Joey and Caitlin, Alex, which, what's your gut feeling on them? I feel like they're endgame. Like, I feel like some of the older couples, like, like them and, like, Snake, like, they made Emma and Craig. Like, <laughs> so I feel like maybe they should be endgame. They're very important to the series and especially the whole entire franchise because without them, we would not get the next generation. Thank you, teenage pregnancy. <laughs> that is good. Good points there from from Alex. So she's going with Endgame. What about you, Jensen? I'll, I'll go cute on that one. Not quite Endgame, but but cute. I mean, very very important couple. Caitlyn is a strange case just in general because like later on she's like hooking up with Ellie's like boss for like the the newspaper and stuff and like. Yeah, so like, so like, so many, there's gonna be so many things of like, oh my god, yeah, that's right. I, 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 I love Alex, so I hate to disagree with her, but she basically left him for Kevin Smith god. for that's Silent right. Bob. I, like, you wouldn't, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, we can do an He's entire episode on just that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we can do an entire episode on just, um, on just, uh, kevin smith's involvement on the show just like oh how strange it was for him to be so involved with the show but he i know he was a fan growing yeah. up so it's really mm -hmm. cool that yeah. he got himself on there but i'll go i'll go cute because they they were a super important couple but then like in the later seasons caitlin just kind of like just kind of goes off and like starts randomly hooking up with like random characters with so, young men with young, yeah. the, the age I, gap relationships i think there was a, a like an interview that kevin smith did where he admitted that he i think he like 
had a crush on Caitlyn in the yep. early yeah. seasons, and so he wanted to wrote <laughs> <laughs> himself into a relationship his, with his yeah. dream, I guess. Which yeah, like, I, I did the same thing with Craig, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I respect it. I respect that move. Uh, where are you at, SP3 on the on the ranking? I think I'm going to agree with uh, with Jensen. They are memorable. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're end game because my only experience, I didn't do the full summer reading that Alex did, but I did watch the Degrassi High finale, Summertimes, I think it was called, and Joey cheats on Caitlin the entire summer with uh, Tessa Caponelli. And then, then you go to Degrassi, the next generation. They had that on off again, which was cool when it finally paid off and they got together. And then it doesn't even last like a season and a half. And she breaks up with him to go with Kevin Smith. So, yeah, I'm going to say cute. We'll put them in, in the cute section. The other OG couple we have right here, Snake and Spike. Alex, you're going with Endgame for them? Yes, we wouldn't get Emma. Yeah. Literally, we wouldn't get Emma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go end game too. There, there was this the short period of time where like, uh, Snake cheats on her with um a Miss Hasselakos. Yes, but um outside of that, like they stay together, they work it out. Emma's the main reason that Degrassi Next Generation even happened, um, like storyline wise. So yeah, I gotta go end game on them for sure. So I will agree with you there. They yeah, they had the whole situation. I think it was season five with uh, Mrs. Mrs. Hot Sauce. Uh, yes. <laughs> Snake getting with Mrs. Hot Sauce. But other than that, they were good money. And now we have a very infamous couple in Degrassi Laurel, Craig and Ashley. Oh, man. <laughs> Alex, I want to hear your thoughts on this infamous couple, Craig and Ashley. First of all, we would not get the infamous scene from Battle of the Bands, if it wasn't for this relationship, hell hath no fury. Oh my God. Those shirts. I wanted those shirts so bad to this day. Uh, I feel like I could lean towards cute. I wouldn't necessarily say end game, even though that was like the launch pad for the both of them. Uh, Ashley went into like her goth phase during that time. And I think afterwards she dated Jimmy then Craig, oh, well, then Craig cheated on Ashley with Manny, though. Yeah. Was I was like, awesome. I'm going to let her go into this timeline. Because I'm, I'm remembering. I'm remembering now. And also, that was also the episode that was forbidden in America because one of those episodes was the abortion episode. Yes. And That's so right. I remember it was a huge deal that they didn't uh, show it in America. And I went to Catholic school. So during that time in high school, like pro-life and pro-choice was a huge thing in my life. Uh, and I remember they finally aired it and they like had this whole thing about this episode. And then like she had an abortion, but it literally was from that relationship because he cheated. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now, the more that we talk about it, the more I'm like, they might actually be in the toxic AF <laughs> category. I I, I, I I think I messaged, I either tweeted this or I messaged Steven, and I was like, I literally have not seen a Craig couple that I didn't put in Toxic at <laughs> But for sure, I'm, I'm sorry, Ashley. Feel, yeah, you know what? I think that they would both be toxic, because Craig, like, was egging her on, gaslighting her, doing all this stuff, and then, like, but then that Battle of the Band scene was so good, and then he was just... 
there's that one scene where he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How many times do I have to say it? And then uh, her name's Melissa, the actor, but Ashley was like, until you mean it. And I remember just like that playing in my head so much when I was younger and it was in all the commercials for Degrassi. You're toxic. And it's so only... blind to yeah. how you felt. Oh. <laughs> yes. But I know <laughs> is that I'm a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. At the very least, the, yeah, Toxic AF I think is the right category, but it did lead to some good music. We gotta at least say that. Yeah. <laughs> Most of these toxic couples, they would lead to some very good music <laughs> in moments for sure. Yeah. It's uh, definitely like it's one of those memes where it's like your music saved my life and it was yeah. your music. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Now I'm gonna group these two couples together. We have Derek. The uh, he was the kind of like the class president from Lakehurst. So he comes in. I believe this is uh season six. Wait, so you're talking about Damien? Damien, sorry, I I always get the D's wrong, but (laughs) yeah, Damien. So he was the president of Lakehurst. He comes in season six during the whole Degrassi versus Lakehurst rivalry kicks off, and he gets with both. Man, well, all three, Manny, Liberty, and Emma, but yeah. we have here his relationships with Emma and Manny, and I'll start off and I'll say both of these are going in, for me, I like to pretend they never happened, because Damien, they gave way too much stuff to this guy, literally, all his storylines was him hooking up with the three main friends of the Degrassi, the, the second youngest group. He he was always framed as like this like super intelligent like reasonable guy, but when it came to girls, he was just like a cheater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would I, definitely put like to pretend they never yeah. happened, including the storyline of that whole battle of the schools. It was just <sighs> what what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah yeah for sure. I mean, they just come back one one season, and it's like double the amount of people because now Lakehurst has been absorbed by Degrassi and everyone's like, wait, what's going on right now? Wait, you combined us with the school that shot some, that uh, stabbed someone at the school? Yeah. (laughs) And they're just supposed to get along. Like, it's no big deal. Some of these people were involved in in stabbing their their good friend JT. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with y'all. I'm definitely in the pretend it never happened category. This is a this is an interesting one. The next one, yes, this is a very uh, polarizing one right here. We have Emma and Sean, kind of like the one of the central Degrassi couples for the la- first couple of seasons. Alex, what's your feelings on Emma and Sean? End game. Hashtag Emma and Spinner never happened. <laughs> it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to find them right now. They just put them in. I wish they never happened. I, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, say it. I wish it. they never happened because Sean and Emma, like that was because Emma started off when we first saw her. She was the environmental girl, you know, like she was all about like destroying the GMOs. You know, she probably was a vegan, <laughs> um, and she's probably like you know eat the rich now. But she like Sean was the platform for her to go after like the bad guys because throughout her yeah. whole like run in Degrassi she would always go after the bad guy and it started off with Sean right yes so I feel like they're end game we, we did a watch along uh not too long ago and watched the episode where um where Sean's introduced for the first time and it's so funny when you like go back and watch it because it like just doesn't make sense why like Emma liked him so much right away because like yeah. all he does is he shows up and they're like 
Mr. Simpson's like, oh, well, this is Sean. You know, he's back here from, he was here before. He's back from Wasega. And uh, Sean, you want to tell the class about yourself? And he's just like, nope. And then it's like, then it's like, one of them, then, it, then it just goes and sits down next to Emma. And Emma's like, I'm so into this guy. It's like, all he did was like curve the whole class. Like, yeah. why do you like this guy so much? But I'm with Such you. This, an this asshole. Is, I love yeah, him. I know. That's exactly. And I, and I, I like Sean too. Cause I was kind of like that in high school. I kind of like kept myself and like, yeah. you know, tried to, try to like look tough and stuff. I, I very much, I, I could relate to Sean, but I think that they're end game also. Like I'm, I'm with y'all. The the spinner and Emma thing just should have never happened. I know on the reunion that we talked about, Alex, that um yeah. both of those actors, the the actor and actress for Emma and Sean, I, I think Emma was saying that like they basically just pretend it never happened too. So <laughs> <laughs> they're right there with us, ladies. Yeah, they're with us. I think they would they would agree. Yeah. Uh so I know this these are more like newer couples here. We got we got Ashley with the guy uh she she left Craig for uh in London. I don't know if you guys remember oh, yeah. this Alistair. one. Uh, yeah, Alistair. Um this is another one I'll just say I wish it never happened. Um, yeah. real yeah. quick. We could put them in that section. Um I'm trying to go through and find any of the okay, so we got one of the another one that's very infamous in yeah. Degrassi Laurel, yeah. JT and Liberty. We had the long chase, then we had the the payoff, and then it all falls apart in season five. He sells oxycodone, gets her pregnant. Uh, they they have to they they have to give the child up for adoption. Then you got the love triangle with Mia, which sets up the Degrassi versus Lakehurst feud. And then he realizes that he loves his oatmeal Liberty yep. more than his uh his what is this spaghetti and meatballs? Yeah, the gooey meatball sub or whatever. That's extra cheesy sauce or whatever. Extra cheesy sauce. And then he gets stabbed by Drake. That was the character's name. Who's with Johnny Demarco? outside of the house oh when God. he's going to tell liberty he loves her what's your thoughts on jt and liberty alex heavy yeah. so heavy dude i'm still not over the way that jt died Neither. that like that was some crazy television and especially after the shooting too to do that that was wild um it, i i almost want to put them toxic af toxic <laughs> toxic as fuck but I also could possibly put them in Endgame. Right. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm more relationships yeah. where it's yeah. either like one spectrum or the other. There's no in between, and they're one of those relationships. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. 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 I agree. Like that's because there was a lot of toxic things about the relationship, but like at the end of the day, I think all of us as fans wanted them to end up together, and then like the fact that JT dies going to find her is like yeah like oh man that's a tough it literally started like day one like episode one of the of the next yeah. generation it was building up it was the long long term booking baby <laughs> yes yes it was yeah and there were and there was a a payoff but not the payoff we wanted um that yeah. was man that was i don't know where do you set on sp3 because i'm i kind of leaning more towards end game but like i can see the argument for like literally both ends of the spectrum on this one mm -hmm. so for me I, when i put a couple in toxic af like using craig and ashley as the example they both did toxic things to each other whereas i felt like a lot of the situations jt and liberty were in were toxic i don't necessarily feel like they did toxic things to each other 
like JT, you know, wearing a Magnum condom when he's got a needle dick. I mean, I don't <laughs> think that's that's the, he's purposely trying to get Liberty uh, pregnant there. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just going through a little a little phrase there. And then him trying to sell drugs. He's trying to provide for Liberty. So I get his rationale for something bad that he did. And then when he overdoses, that's just him like overreacting and all the pressure getting to him. So I don't really feel like they did toxic things to each other. So I would lean Endgame. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think that's a really good, yeah. a really good distinction there. There were some toxic things, but they weren't toxic to each other as, as so much. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think that's a good call. Absolutely. Uh we I'm gonna go through these real quick. We have another Emma. Oh my god, some of these Emma relationships are was just that, like was that Chris? Yes, it is. It's Chris oh, from that's season a, that, season three. It's just like I pretend it never happened because it just <laughs> or, or so far. I mean, I it's like so they weren't even together. Yeah, it's, I don't know if they're even long together long enough to even call it so forgettable, though. Like, yeah, I don't even, true. I mean, that's that was a strange one because it looked like they were going to give Chris a push for a second. Like, he was yeah. like, you know, and then they just kind of like, yeah, it was just like they dated for a very short time and then he just got like completely phased out. We saw him every now and then hanging around like Jay when they're like robbing like uh, vending machines and stuff. But oh like, <laughs> yeah like, like like let's be real here i'm just gonna say it because i am the the person that should be saying it on this episode degrassi writers hated black people yeah, i'm just gonna true. say it like yeah. they they literally yeah. gave like the black people on this show no character development like literally like i said before jimmy is the most famous from the show and his getting shot storyline is more about spinner getting him shot than him actually dealing with getting shot and being in a wheelchair. It's yeah. true. Very true. It's true. So yeah. like they, yeah, they, they just <laughs> literally, it wasn't until like season nine that I found a character that I could relate to because I didn't really technically relate to Jimmy for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like the first couple of seasons, he was bland. He was just bland. Like he yeah. had the whole, his parents work too much. He's rich. He plays basketball. He had beefs with Spinner, but he was bland. Uh, it was literally until like Dave, uh steven uh dave and like oh yeah he's in nine yeah Yeah. three three tenors dave that was the one i finally i was like here you go a black character that i can relate to that yeah took that long so yeah in general they they don't do well with black uh characters on degrassi here um i'm gonna say we go to these ones we go to the jay relationships uh we got jay and alex first what do you say about that alex queen of the ring your namesake here and her first relationship on the show would say like forgettable or like i don't know maybe like forgettable or cute because jay had i mean i don't know they were pretty iconic though because they came up together they were introduced together uh but then they split up and i feel like they had better relationships with other people like i think alex had a better relationship with lauren i mean no I'm calling them there. It's actually. a real Lord calling. <laughs> You're going shoot. We understand. Going shoot. Yeah. Going shoot. <laughs> Shooting on them. It's because I've watched, like, I've studied and done my homework before this episode and watched all the panels and stuff. So uh, now, like, kayfabe's broken and I know their real names. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, Jay had that infamous relationship with Emma. But he started out with Alex and they had some pretty good storylines. But I think I'm it just going to go with, like, forgettable or cute. What do you say, yeah. uh, Steven? I, I'd say probably forgettable. Like, like we all remember it happening, but they were really more just like good friends that were like just kind of, they were just kind of dating because it just kind of made sense, it felt like. Because like they were around each other a lot. But then like Alex was 
her way more memorable relationship we'll get to in a second, but like her and Paige is the one that I think everyone would talk about. Yeah, so yeah. I'll go sort of Palix. forgettable on that. Alex, yeah. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we go, I'm, go, I'm gonna start calling them by their ship names so uh Alex, <laughs> we got there and uh sean and emma with summer um then we got jay and manny or janny uh here i i i will just be the first one to say this is my one of my favorite couples in degrassi history because i i would not have thought this would have worked and it worked so well for me well, it was weird because, like, they get together after the stuff Alex was just talking about where, like, yeah. Emma and, and Jay are, like, hanging out at the ravine. Yeah. And, like, then, like, <clears throat> Sean comes back into town. And, yeah, but it was weird because they had this uh, fake relationship at first, right, where they were, like, just trying to, like, fool Manny's parents into thinking yeah. that she was with Jay. But then they wound up together for real. Um I guess I'll go cute, but not Endgame. But I think it's heavily implied that they probably wound up together after the show. Like they probably yeah. like got married. Yeah. Also, they so. they showed them together. I think in uh, season nine, like there's a couple of scenes with them with Spinner and Jane, and then they are together at the wedding of uh, of Spinner and Emma. If you didn't notice, ladies and gentlemen, I already put those guys in. I like to pretend they did. They never happened. Uh, but <laughs> Alex, what's your thoughts on Jay and Manny? I don't even remember them being together. Was this like when it was blonde Manny days, college Manny days? Yeah, blonde Manny days, which I think yeah, okay. starts the second half of her senior year into college, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't remember that, but I think I might go with cute as well. Like, it was a moment. It was cute. Although Manny needs to get checked. She's dating too much of her best friends, guys. <laughs> There was a lot of that kind of stuff. And that's another thing for another for another episode. We talked about it on here a little bit before where like there was a very strange like pattern isn't the right word, but like there was a lot of adults with kids on this show, like teachers that were hooking <laughs> up with students and like like guys that were in college. Yeah. Student it, it was it was a little it was a little weird when you go back and look at it. It's like everyone knew that like that Oleander guy was like dating Paige, but he was like yes. her teacher and stuff. It was like, yeah, it was, there was some weird, there was some really weird relationship. You can call it that. I guess that'd be on here, the Oleander and Paige. I think, I think I did, did see them. Um, I mean, if it's on there, just throw it right in Toxic AF. Cause like, that's <laughs> oh, like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Let me move I it up even here. I would put like Paige's brother and uh, Marco at toxic af as well i thought I they were marco, cute though i thought they were cute too but also marco was in high school and her brother was in college yeah that's another relationship that's like mm, why are you hanging out with high school <laughs> right well that and that was like that was like Paige's justification when she was trying to like get oleander to like be with her where she was yes. like i mean my brother's got a boyfriend in call or a boyfriend in high school like what's the big deal and then, like, pretty much just the how that ended too is so strange. Where they, it turns out that he's actually like a total, just kind of like a low life, and tries to like give her weed, like out of yes. like like because, as like, a breakup, as a breakup yeah. gift. <laughs> yeah, he makes up with her, and he's like, "Oh man, here's here's a joint." And she's like, "What am I gonna do with this?" She's and then like, she's you're breaking up with me, and you're giving me drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then that led to one of my favorite moments in Degrassi history, where. Yeah, smokes the joint and goes to like the college orientation thing. And the, she, the, the, the lady's like, Are you okay, Paige? She's like, I am 
so high. Listen, <laughs> like, she, oh no. She is definitely the reason why I showed up to my SATs high as hell. I'm not Yeah, high. That's she's actually awesome. Paige <laughs> is, is a trendsetter. She was the reason she was the moment. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to put the, the rest of Marco's relationships in. I like to never, uh, like to, like to pretend they never uh, ex- happened or yeah. so forgettable. There's the, the black dude in uh, college that I think was yeah. Age's friend. And then yep. there is another guy that he tries Tim. to get with. Tim. Yeah, yeah. 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 After yeah. he breaks up with Dylan. So but what do y'all think? Marco dirty though, because literally he was like, what? One of the first only at the time, like queer yeah. person, gay person. And they did him dirty with all his relationships. And he was like so, the nicest guy on the whole show too. I like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. He was leaning, so what- like everyone would lean on him and go to him for advice. I mean, even like with the pay with Paige and like the teacher, like, she went up to him and she was like, well, you dated my brother. And he he was even like, no, I'm going to check you right now because I dated your brother. But I mean, this is a whole like, <laughs> you know, teacher. Like this is a whole ass adult while yeah. I'm dating your brother, which is not that many years apart. Right. Although it is, but. <laughs> it's like, there's levels to this page and you exactly. exceeded your <laughs> level there. Yeah, they just did him dirty. And we talked about it, I think, leave next, last week or the week before, Alex. They never even gave us the payoff for the main storyline for Marco, which was him coming out to his dad. They yeah. never gave us that. They never even completed the whole the whole story with him. So, ah, unfortunate, Marco, that I have to play all the rest of your couples. So we're agreeing that him and Dylan are toxic AF or? Yes. What do you say? Yeah, that's it's yeah, they they were toxic. If they would have if they would have stayed together, they would have went from toxic all the way up to cuter endgame. But like because because like Dylan was cheating and Marco like you know couldn't get over him and like you know there was it was it was toxic. It was toxic. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. Agreements there. Uh we got I, I see here we have a section of Jimmy couples. So we have Jimmy and Ashley. We got Jimmy and Hazel, and then I forget her name from season seven. The uh, the woman that he meets at physical uh, therapy, physical therapy yeah. and he yeah. he winds up with. So, what do we think about Jimmy and Ashley? Uh, Jimmy and Ashley. Okay, I want to say they're cute. Like they had their moments. They were cute. They were on and off, but. There was just something about it where I I preferred Jimmy and Hazel over Jimmy and Ashley. Um, but I would also probably put them under cute, too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, because something that always sticks out to me about Ashley and Jimmy was that when she, when Ashley tried to, like, box Jimmy out on the music... And yes. then, like, Jimmy had to come, like, save her because, like, she was bombing on stage without him. And then he starts rapping over her music, and then people like it. Um, I don't know. See, so, to full disclosure, me and SP3, we, we did a character tier list, uh, like, a month ago or whatever. And we had Ashley in the trash. Like, we, like, really went through <laughs> it, and we were, like... And we were like, this girl, like when you really, when it really comes down to it, she like was backstabbing her friends and like wanted all the spotlight for herself and all this stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel, SP3? Because like I, 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 I think there's a wide range of how I feel about, um, about Jimmy and and uh, and um, and um, Ashley. And Ashley yeah. just blanked out her name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I think 
it, it's either toxic because like there's a lot of first in the first season she thinks like he's like being like a clinger when he's having problems with his parents and he's coming over for dinner all the time then then there's a whole jagged little pill where she goes in on him after taking e then they get back together and he doesn't really like her new look so they yeah. break up again and then they get back together after basically ellie rejects him he gets with uh, Ashley, and then we have the whole music thing. So, and Ashley he, leads him to believe that Ellie's into him too. So she, yeah. so yeah. he like confesses his love for Ellie after Ashley pretty much encourages it, and then she swoops in after he gets rejected. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This is I'm this like may going be. Back, I'm like going back memory lane. I'm like, damn, we watched some stuff like smoke cigarette. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Oh. We watched some stuff, dude. But also. Uh, there was an episode where Jimmy slut shamed her as well. That like, is true. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about this stuff. Yeah, they're toxic <laughs> as hell. Yeah, that's so toxic. it's funny because it's funny because I'm I'm in the same boat. Like until I started rewatching a lot of this, I was like, oh wait, some of these people sucked. Like I like I liked these people when I watched it originally. Um, but some yeah, these I think toxic. <laughs> yeah. It's also easy to compare it to like people you actually went to high school with, and you're like, "Well, I don't talk to that person, and they're toxic as hell, and they remind me of Ashley." So (laughs) I don't know. That's so (laughs) true. Connecting right there. Uh, We got Jimmy and Hazel. I think they're cute, but they literally just had no storylines for them. No storylines. Yeah, I felt like they had chemistry together. Like, the actors had chemistry together. They just didn't have material for them. I would put them under cute. Because they. I feel like they had potential, but they, they just didn't do anything with them. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and it was at the time where, like, Jimmy was really bland as well. True. Yeah. When he had no character, basically. Uh, and they and then stayed got... together a long time. Like, they were a couple yeah. for a long time on the show. They were. I think through season, it was season three they got together, and then they eventually broke up in season five. So that's a three season is the wow for a lot of these relationships, unless and, you're one of the on-again, off-again couples. And, and, and she was by his side, too, after he got shot. She was, like, in the hospital, like, helping out and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. That's right. I agree. And then we got his final relationship with the woman uh, from Fizzo. I mean, honestly, it's kind of forgettable. Even yeah. though he, he winds up with her and he, acts, he he gets engaged to her, it's really kind of forgettable because they only really give them a storyline of them actually meeting. And then we got Joey's non-Caitlin relationships here. So there is uh, the, Sydney, the one yeah. that is in the love triangle with him and Caitlin in season three and then we have the woman that he gets with when he, that he meets at the used car lot after he breaks up with caitlin they're they're both kind of forgettable honestly because yeah. because it, it was all about him and caitlin at the end of the day so like yeah. him and caitlin were living together she bought his house for him so he wouldn't have to sell it like mm-hmm. um so yeah i gotta go for forgivable or right, forgettable on that yeah, one me too. all right all right, this is the Alex section here. I found Palix. Tell right. us about Paige and Alex. Endgame. Endgame. <laughs> I feel like they should be on Endgame, dude. They were like the first for me, and I know a lot of other people. Uh, they were the couple that was like probably their first exposure to like an authentic gay couple, especially like two women at that time. Because Paige, 
I mean, maybe it was queer baiting. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and watch all of the stuff. But I remember, like, Paige, you know, she was not gay. She wasn't even leaning towards it. And then she met Alex. And then they, like, it was organic, the way that they just, like, got together. And although Alex got her high for her college <laughs> in, like interview and stuff, they lasted a while. And they were a good couple. And I remember, like, when they were together and other characters would go up to them for like relationship advice like they were actually you know giving good advice i yeah. feel like they should be either in endgame or q i really like the couple i i'm very biased though because again like they were my bisexual awakening when i saw them i was like i like this and i'm not sure why but i'm pretty sure in a couple years i'll <laughs> and then i did so <laughs> I'm just biased with that though. <laughs> I, I'm I'm with you though, Alex. Like I go end game or cute also. I'm I'm cool with either of those. Um and then there was the added layer too, where like Paige seemed even kind of more confused about how to feel and how to deal with it because her brother was gay. So she also didn't want to like put it on her parents in any way. She like because she all it was it was it was a lot of layers to that. Like she wasn't just like discovering that she was into women, she was like how's it going to make my family feel that they have like two gay kids? Like, you know, so it was yeah. like there, you know, so, but I I'm with you that I, for me, I, for me, that's end game. That, that was one of the most rememberable relationships on the show, in my opinion. So I agree. I, I go end game with them. Um, we have uh, some Sean relationships. I see here. We got Sean and Ellie, which I feel is the most underappreciated couple in Degrassi because she literally helped him get out of the bad boy phase that he went into that he broke up with Emma and he was hanging out with Jay and got him to you know get emancipated she was here for him for that and he was here for her following her started cutting her wrist so mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of yeah. people don't appreciate that couple what about y'all I would 1000% agree with you I, I do like Sean and Emma together but at least like ellie helped sean grow you know yes. and and he like she really like helped him out as opposed to all of the other relationships that we have seen that have been toxic as hell where they're just not helping each other out uh and even though some relationships are toxic but they're still cute like they were just never toxic they had their issues no. but they were separate issues as individuals and when they did come together they helped each other grow and heal i would definitely say this is an underrated couple if it's not end game i would 1000 percent put it under cute yeah i'm i'm going cute 100 yeah, percent. i i, I agree with all that and then there's also um <clears throat> Not only was Ellie helping him, he he was helping her too because he had his own place and she was in that in that that spot where like her mom was uh an alcoholic and like she couldn't stay at home. So like he let her live with him too. So um yeah, that was that was a great couple. Like that was a couple that if they would have stayed together, I would have been I would have been okay with them like staying together the rest of the show. Like I, I like them yeah. a lot as a couple. I agree with you there. Uh we got uh Sean with uh the Amy chick that he got with after he broke up with Emma. Oh, that's forgettable. Three. Just that's forgettable. That right the, yeah, yeah. Forgettable as hell. Chuck that in the trash. <laughs> was she the one? Yeah. She, she, she was, was Amy the one that was like jealous that Emma was hooking up with Jay in the ravine. Like she was the one who saw that she had the, 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 uh, wristbands yeah, or whatever. Cause she yeah. was Alex's friend and she hooked <laughs> yeah. up with Jay first. <laughs> 
while right. while he was with Alex, and that's why Alex gets mad at him and slaps him at the when they're doing play rehearsal because yes. he cheated on her with Amy. Didn't know that he also treated with Emma. So, but yeah. then she got gonorrhea, and yeah. then Emma. That's how Emma found out that she had gonorrhea. Because then I got her. This show was good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. This show was so good. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we, we. I love when we like we remember this stuff. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's great. It makes it great every single time. So I think that's all of the Sean relationships. Now we got to go to a very polarizing. Uh, uh, character here, Spinner, Spinner, yeah. and all all of his the goat of relationships on Degrassi, the next generation, in my opinion, because he had Darcy, he had Jane, he had Manny, he had Paige. I believe there's another one here, but those are the four main ones everybody remembers outside of the Emma one, which we just chucked in. We wish it never happened. So let's start with his oldest one, Paige and and Spinner. What do y'all think? And game. End game. Like, that is the relationship. Because uh, Paige is the it girl. Uh, she's the queen bee. And Spinner was, by association, you know, the king bee, if you will, because of that relationship. And his popularity, like, definitely was evolved because of that relationship with Paige. Also, how is he pulling all these chicks? Like, he was... there's no way with that flock of seagulls haircut that he had, like, season five or whatever. Ha the half-shaved, half, -shaved, half yes! yeah. There's no way that he was getting all these chicks. Like, that's tremendous <laughs> writing. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely, I would definitely put Paige and Spinner an endgame. Like, they were the couple for me. So, uh, yeah. 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 They, they, they went through a lot together. Uh, the only reason I would keep them out of Endgame, I go more cute, is because of how he treated her at the end of the relationship. Mm. After she, she crashed his car into, uh, I think, believe his name was Dean, the guy that Dean, raped yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, the guy that raped her ruined his car. And he basically treated her like trash. He was bossing her around at the dot. He kind of <clears throat> cheated on her with Manny or was flirting with Manny while he was mm -hmm. still with her. So that's the only reason I go cute. But it is between cute and endgame for Spinner and Paige. Yeah, or, 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 or uh, what was it? I think it was it's, uh, Spage. Spage is the name. Spage, yes, it was Spage. <laughs> I, I'm okay with either of those categories. I think they were one of the most important relationships towards the uh, the beginning of the show, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and then let's not forget that when uh, we're about to go to uh, to Spinner and Darcy, but that relationship pretty much gets ruined because Paige and Spinner start hooking up again. That's also, true. Um, true. And I really wanted them to stay together then. But but Paige was like just looking for booty calls at that point, and like and and, and Spinner was like, oh man, you used me for my butt, didn't you? Um, so <laughs> again, uh, like Spinner wasn't very understanding when it did come to her her rape incident. That's so, true. That's like, true. I would probably put them under cute, like they yeah. are that like cute high school couple. But then yeah. something drastic happened to her, and he was just all like, oh, you know, slut shaming and all that stuff when that wasn't the case. So yeah, I put but them I at would, the top of cute. At least. Yeah, yeah, I would probably put them at the top of cute, but also Spinner and Darcy, like what the hell? 
what, what was that? What yeah, so <laughs> let's jump into that one because this we have talked about this before. Darcy was like the original OnlyFans, but like in high school. <laughs> like oh my god remember because she had like the my the my room page and like yes. some dude was paying for to see pictures of her that that peter set up um yeah. and peter was just the creep of all creeps and they tried to like have a redemption on him over time but like i i don't know the spinner and darcy thing was so strange because like i thought they were cute together mm-hmm. but but it also led to Spinner being in that friendship club that like hated gay people and like it yeah. put him and Marco at odds and like yeah. yeah so like I gotta I don't know where they should rank because like I said I thought they were a cute couple but like the relationship was a lot of things around the relationship were pretty toxic Which and Spinner saying? never trusted the internet ever again anytime the rest of the show <laughs> the rest of the show that someone someone would be like getting cheated on or something you'd be like Make sure they don't have a make sure they don't have a my room page. Like that, that, that's the relationship <laughs> under. Yep. No, we got it. You have trauma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would probably then put them under like I'd like to pretend like it never happened. Like they were a cute couple, but their relationship, I'd like to pretend it didn't exist. Uh, I'm okay I can feel you. I can feel yeah. you. This is another one for me. I wish it never happened. Manny and Spinner. Spanny. I'm sorry. I know I didn't I didn't understand yeah. this one like at all. Like I was like, these two people don't even seem like they have very good chemistry with each other. It was just sex, really, right? Yeah. I mean that's like that's, that's all it was. Yeah. yeah. And then she also kind of like is the reason that Darcy gets upset with with Spinner because Spinner isn't like really uh honest about like his virginity status and Manny's like wait you like what do you think it's like she tells uh uh darcy she's like wait what do you think me and spinner were like doing when we were together and she's like wait a second what and like then it like yeah i don't know I, well, well, pretend it never happened that's probably the uh that's yeah. probably the right move yeah. that's probably best for this one and then this is the one where i think we uh we should probably rank higher was spinner and jane this one just seemed like spinner mm-hmm. found the female spinner uh in yeah. my opinion but they assassinated her character in season nine when she cheated on Spinner with Declan. Yeah. Declan. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you cheat on a name like Spencer with another name Declan? Like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. Uh, I would I would probably put that under cute. Like, it was cute. Like, especially again, they him and Paige were the it couple. And for me, I didn't see him being with anybody else that just wasn't Paige until Jane came along. And I agree, she was the the female version of of him, of of Spinner. Um, but I would I would put them under cute because then why didn't they get married? He had to go marry Emma? Like, oh, well, because, God, come on. Beca- because <laughs> he overheard her explaining to Manny about how she cheated on him with that. That's right. That's yes. So, that's right. Um, no, Holly J. Because Holly J. Was, was, right. was dating yeah. Declan. And that's right. she's like, oh, remember when I used to sleep with your boyfriend? Like, well, what? They got, and they get like way too detailed in the conversation. They're like, yeah, good thing we were able to keep it a secret all this time from Spinner. And, like, Spinner's, like, right outside of the door, like, nice listening. Um, yeah. I forgot about Yeah, that. I, I, I gotta go. I'll go cute, though. Like, it, 
she was with him when he was going through chemo and stuff too. I give bonus yeah. points when like someone's going through and, some real stuff. Yeah. And he was with her when uh, <clears throat> she finally revealed that uh, she was like sexually molested by her father, by their dad. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And yep. The, through the whole football, her joining the football team as well. Yeah. So they they were there for each other through a lot. Like I wish they were end game, but the season nine like total character assassination uh yep. next one is another polarizing couple here uh i want to hear uh alex's thoughts on toby and liberty oh god <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> like what are we doing thank you I really i really think that they like took two darts threw them at the wall and they're like they're, they're a couple they're they're together this season not i i guess I like what are we doing <laughs> Yeah, J like, can we respect JT? Yeah. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, it, that's like <clears throat> I'd love to pretend that never happened. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna <laughs> pretend like that never happened. And uh, my quote for the day is Toby Isaac's praise on the week because <laughs> this guy just waits until someone's at their absolute most vulnerable to make his moves, and I'm just not about it. He they did JT so dirty by like hanging out the way that they were right after yeah. he died I, yeah but and then uh liberty's water breaks in toby's bubby's car too um so yeah there's oh that God. <laughs> not not on my bubby's car not, not on my bubby's not in bubby's, bubby's car, car. Bubby's yeah car. Oh, my God. oh that's 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 so so fantastic uh I, I see a couple of these random JT and Manny uh, uh, relationships with uh, JT and Manny. Uh, that's another one I wish never existed. But uh, what about y'all? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably put it under like I'd like to pretend it never happened or even like cute. It was a moment. They were young. That was it. And it just never felt like Manny was over uh, Craig in that relationship. And then it, it matters remain worse when uh, JT and Craig shared a locker room together. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good with pretend it never happened there, too. Absolutely. Uh, we also got here. I think I missed it. Oh, this guy, the, uh, the, the first guy she ever tries to get with. Well, after. Uh, Craig tells her she's too he's too she's too young for him. She gets with this guy when she joins Power Squad, and this is the guy that she changes her look for. I forget his name, but this is another one. So, so, forgettable. so forgettable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just forgettable. Another one here. Uh, Craig with the girl that he winds up with in California. Another one that's so forgettable to me. Yeah. That was literally uh, just for the movie. Just 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 to create some sort of conflict between him and uh, him and uh, Ellie. They're like right before they kiss each other at the airport pretty much so we are winding down on the time we got alex for yep. so i gotta get to this one here manny and craig alex we 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 gotta we gotta give you a uh definitely an opinion starter when you talk about degrassi couples mm -hmm. craig and manny what do you think immediately no toxic <laughs> as <laughs> first of all let's start with the origins emma had the crush on craig and then manny wanted to grow up which you know all credit to her grow up do your thing girl but she was the one that swooped in on that crush because it was the 80s party and they were all dressed up and like emma had this huge crush on craig and she thought that she was gonna have the chance 
Manny is toxic as hell. She is not a good friend. And then she swooped in and got in with that crush. And then Craig was in a relationship with Ashley. And then she slept with Craig. And then she got pregnant. And then she had to get an abortion. Toxic, toxic as hell. Immediately throw it away in the trash. Garbage. No. Yeah, and you didn't even get into round round three when uh he gets her on the <laughs> coke. I mean, this that's is right. Like, oh my god. That's right. That's right. Oh man, yeah, I can't do any of that any more justice than Alex just did. Just go ahead and just throw that in toxic. I, I'm, I'm sorry, like these yeah. two relationships have to be side by side because just like Kobe that thing into the trash can. Like it was so bad. Oh, I was waiting for this. Like I've I've been searching through these pictures to find them, and when I found them. I wanted to ask Alex what she thought because no. that always generates a lot of opinions. Craig and <laughs> Ashley. Cranny, um, as they say in the streets. Um, <laughs> next, we have another polarizing character. I guess that's a good one to end off on. The Peter relationships. Uh, Peter was basically basically brought in as like the villain of yeah. uh degrassi in the latter seasons like especially like season five he films manny with her taking her breast out he gets with emma behind manny's back then he does all the shit with uh with peter i mean with uh sean with planting drugs on him and the fast and furious race so yeah. let's start with that relationship there peter and emma what do you think jensen peter and emma i mean uh I guess probably pretty toxic right like i mean mm -hmm. emma wanted to be with sean it's, he totally screws sean over like you said planning drugs be and that that also leads to sean hitting a pedestrian in his car and going to jail um so yeah i i don't know and this was also when peter was at like his creepiest but the but the but the one silver lining with him in this the only one is she was going through her anorexia or bulimia and he did help her through that. So I do have to give some credit there to the guy. But, like, for the most part, I think he was just, like, super toxic. What about you, Alex? I mean, he did the bare minimum of being there for her while she was going through that. Other than that, like, <laughs> he himself, he is a toxic character. Yeah. And like you said, he was brought in to be the villain. He did a tremendous job. The actor did because I really hated Peter. <laughs> uh, and I never got behind any relationship that he was in. I would chuck all of his relationship as toxic as fuck because Thank he you. is toxic <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. I'm definitely going to agree with the Emma relationship here. We got his relationship with uh, Mia, which he only gets with her after she like started something with Danny in like the first couple of episodes of season eight. And then he gets with her and then she leaves him to start modeling and he gets addicted to heroin so not heroin it was like crank right it was like meth. oh crank yeah meth. i mean Sam, pretty much. i mean yeah 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 i'll just ever forget that scene where he's he takes it and it like it cuts to him like in like the turn lane like in like in traffic and he's like freaking out because like he's stuck he, he doesn't know how to get across the street and he's like on yeah. the phone with oh man that was crazy so Anyways. what were we seeing for the Mia relationship? Is this another one that's I mean, toxic? I, I'm okay with Alex's uh thing about like all, pretty much everything he did was toxic. Like I'm yeah, I'm I'm cool with throwing all that right in the toxic. Relationships were toxic. <laughs> yeah, him and him and him and Darcy. Yeah, him and, and Darcy, the same type of thing. Like oh, that yeah, was just him and Darcy. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then him and Manny, like again, like the leaking the news, and she's like, I want to be famous. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Well, I know we are, we're running out of time with Alex, so I want to thank her so much for being on with here. We'll we'll do a couple more couples before we sign off with you, but let's sign off with Alex here. Alex, please let the people know everywhere they can find you, and thank you so much for joining us on Degrassi Dudes. I seriously want to thank you so much for inviting me on like we're all about wrestling but it's so much fun to like branch out and also talk about like something that we all grew up with like i appreciate this show so much so thank you so much for inviting me on uh yeah so you can follow me at queen of the ring with two g's on twitter instagram is underscore queen of the ring and you could also follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash queen of the ring we watch a lot of women's wrestlings especially on wednesdays and total divas on sundays and yeah we play some video games but we're all mostly a wrestling channel over there on twitch.tv slash queen of the ring and that's where you can find me also church of joshi if you want to get into joshi wrestling follow us everywhere church of joshi on instagram and twitter we do have a show this sunday 12 p.m eastern time over on twitch.tv slash kayla vision where i do that with my co-host kayla who was also in the chat and yeah again thank you so much i'm gonna binge watch so much craig manning materials all the fan cams and everything <laughs> oh thank you thank you so much for joining us alex like we're, we're we will one billion percent have you on again soon oh, i'll i'll come on next week like i'll come on <laughs> I'll come Hell yeah. on Ready. time. I love talking about the grassy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. You were great, as always. All right. Bye, guys. Have fun ranking the couples. The inferior. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Take care. <laughs> the inferior couples here. Um, so yeah, we we got a good, a good, a good uh spectrum here. We did all the Peter couples, all the spinner yes. couples, all the Sean couples. We did most of uh Emma's couples here. Uh, since I wanted to keep it in the range of where Alex uh, had watched the show for the couples that we did while we had her on here. So now we can go into some of these later couples that uh, me and me and Jensen have been watching. If you if this is your first time watching Degrassi Dudes, by the way, you know, this is our first episode on Fightful Overbooked. You can go to Fight Talk underscore uh, twitch.tv forward slash Fight Talk underscore or twitch.tv forward slash true hill heat wrestling where we have the the first 11 episodes that are 12 uh, yeah 12 episodes that we did of degrassi dudes where we can kind of have the show on screen you don't hear it but we kind of commentate through so you can kind of hear a lot of the things that we think about the show so if you want to go back into the archives this is your first time watching you can see that over there yes and i'm, I'm thinking for this let's do all, let's keep going with any of the couples that were like early uh, on po yeah po pose or pre uh manhattan and then okay. i can kind of kind of pick and choose as we go through on i'll know some of the later ones but there's some that i'm gonna be like pretty unknowledgeable about and we kind of rifle through those so it doesn't take a super long time yeah um, like i said this these these are like degrassi high couples as well so i'm moving a bunch of those <clears throat> down down more because we probably won't write i those. just don't have the knowledge of those I, I i i've gone back and tried to watch some of those episodes though like it, it is a very yeah. good show um it's just something i have to sit down and like actually just watch episode to episode but i yeah the the, the 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 og i just i can't i i don't know I don't know enough to to do it justice. So yeah, 
Exactly. I, I haven't really watched it all the way through. Like I said, I watched the the special at the end of like I think it's season one or two of Degrassi High. But other than that, no. We got a, a couple we've mentioned a few times already. We got Ellie and the uh, newspaper editor. What do you What do you say, Jensen? I mean, that's pretty toxic, right? Like, I mean, because he was her boss, and she he kind of like held that over her at first where she, he was not giving her certain assignments based on like how yeah. good the relationship was going. And then he wound up hooking up with Caitlin Ryan. So like, um, yeah. And then also the entire time, the entire time Ellie, like she was into him, but like she was always into Craig and like whenever yeah. Craig would pop back up, she'd be with the other dude, but like it was causing static because like, her and Craig clearly like wanted to be together. So like, yeah, I, I, I'd go, I'd go either toxic or pretend it never happened. What about you? Uh, I go, I go with, I like to pretend it never happened because she should have had just the relationship with, with Craig that they tease for like multiple different seasons. Uh, We got another early one here. This is Caitlin with the guy that she was dating on the first episode that we watched. Oh, that's toxic. Yeah. Just, Toxic. toxic toxic yeah that, that dude cheats on, on her immediately yeah. almost almost yeah. immediately it didn't even take an episode and like, then he literally. gets and then he punches joey in the face doesn't he yeah 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 so yeah so, so yeah he's there was a lot wrong with him there uh we got this is i believe this is an early well this is yeah this is pre take uh take over <laughs> manhattan we got casey and claire casey and claire which is like a season eight type of relationship but they they were cute i would say they were cute even though he does eventually cheat on her and leave her for jenna yeah now to be fair i guess and i should have probably should have really recognized this at the beginning in most of these the vast majority somebody cheats or something right like so so and i'm not i'm not justifying that i'm just saying the more that we bring these couples up the more i'm like yeah there was like everyone was cheating on everyone here so like i um I go cute on that too. I actually thought that they were probably uh, I, of what I've seen of Claire, which is actually a lot, you know, when I really think about it, that, that was probably my favorite relationship that she had was, was with him. So, oh, really? I, I would probably. always go Claire and Eli. That's Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Of course. E-Claire. I, I, E-Claire. Just, I just totally, I just totally spaced on Eli. Of course. Let's go right uh, to that one. Yeah. That, 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 that's end game, right? right? Yeah. Like, I agree. I mean, they were I, perfect I think... for each other. I would say they are the Emma and Sean of like season 10 on that's Emma yeah. and Sean. That's the V couple of Degrassi is E Claire. So Eli and Claire there. We, if you go back and watch the last couple of episodes of Degrassi dudes, we watched like the beginning of their relationship there. So I, I would yeah. say E Claire deserves that one. Another I, one. I, I, I would say real quick. I think the like Claire, like the nerdy, like church girl, Claire, and Casey was like perfect, but then once yeah. Claire started like really becoming who she like really kind of was, like learning more about herself and growing and kind of being a little less nerdy and a little more like kind of taking risks and stuff, her and Eli was like the perfect couple. So yeah, yeah. Good question here by uh, JJ saying everyone cheating. Is there like a good people on the show? <laughs> um, I would say just going off of the couples that we've already done. JT, I don't remember him ever cheating on anyone. Yeah, yeah, 
And that's so sad because he gets stabbed and murdered, which is like the only good person on the show gets stabbed yeah. and murdered. And I don't like, think like I don't think Marco ever cheated, but he was also in these situations where he was dating these guys, but like that would the whole time trying to be with Dylan. So like, yeah, you know, yeah, that that's pretty crummy too. I, I found another Emma relationship, Emma and uh, Kelly from college. Yeah, that's another one. I like to pretend it never existed. Yeah, that, that guy was happened. that guy was lame. And then they break up after they just like rode bikes all the way across the country or whatever. It's like, it's like why? Why? Yeah. Why did you do that? Um, yeah. we got uh so yeah, we got a couple here that we've been watching lately. I know you watched the the Cam storyline. So what do you think about Cam and Maya? I say they're cute. Honestly, I would almost go endgame, but we know Cam's eventual uh endgame is yeah what it, what it gets to, but they were cute together. Yeah, he commits suicide. Um, which for people who don't know the show, but he was a really good dude. I like the character a lot. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't there for very long. Um, it was a, it was a pretty quick story. So, but I will go cute like them together because that was also remember they did like the the pictures and like the in like the booth and stuff. And yeah, yeah, like yeah, they were a cute couple. They were very cute together. Uh, this one, I, I've been watching back. I've been telling Jensen, I've been watching back season 13 and season 14. Like, honestly, if we do, if we redo our character tier list, I'm going to have to move Connor up because Connor be having some hilarious lines in this show. So that's why I really enjoy his relationship with Jenna. What do you think? I don't know enough about their relationship. Um I'm gonna go so. cute. Uh, we'll go. We'll go cute for them. Uh, I won't say all the way end game, but we'll go in uh, the cute section for them. Uh, here comes another toxic one, another Casey one. Casey and Jenna. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about Jenna. She just she she was very annoying to me, just in every way, like um, especially her music. Um, but yeah, that was toxic. They have they have a kid, and he wants nothing to do with it. And yeah, that 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 was toxic. Yeah. He he literally gets a job to get away from her. Like that's how bad this is. Like it's, yeah, it's not good, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this, and speaking of uh, we got we got the Danny relationships here. Um, but I'm, they're not real noteworthy. They're all forgettable, really. Yeah, yeah. I would, I'm just gonna throw chuck them in. So forgettable. <laughs> They they really didn't like I said they they don't care about their black characters and I'll much. say that her him and Mia uh, should like just pretend that never happened because she was <laughs> hooking up with the uh, the NFL player and like yeah that whole thing was a mess. Here comes another one from the latter seasons that's controversial. Ali and uh, and Johnny Demarco. Um, what category is it under cute? What's the next one after that? So forgettable. I would say yeah. they're toxic because of the yeah. new the new pictures he sent to his friends, uh having sex in the ravine when she's only 14 years old and he's a senior. About that. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is a toxic <laughs> one for sure. And he was also still like a massive heel for most of that relationship. He was still kind of just coming off of the whole being associated with the guy who killed JT and all that stuff. So yeah, Allie deserved better for sure. Al Ali and she got better. Mike, her and Mike Dallas. I know you didn't see a lot of this, but they uh I, I would almost go end game with them, but because they you know they come in the latter seasons, I'm definitely gonna put them in the cute section for sure because that finally Ali found a good guy. Like it was Ali had a bad streak. And speaking of that bad streak, uh you got Drew and Ali, which we've been watching as of late. What do you think they go? <laughs> 
Um, well, it's interesting because I don't know as well. I the the Dallas one, I I don't know much about, but the little bit I do, I would I I like that you have them so high because the little bit I've seen was him helping her confront the dude that yes. like abused her. So like Dallas seemed like a really good guy. Um, from what I could tell, I don't know how I don't know how he progresses throughout the show, but the little yes. bit I've seen, he seems like a good dude. Um, the uh, the Drew and Allie one, I don't really know. It seemed like it was just kind of based on them both just thinking the other was hot, but like you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't know how because like that also led to her wanting to like take the fifty bucks from yes uh from uh. The, uh and he cheats on her with Bianca in he the ba- in the in the basement. And the, the his and his justification is so weak because like when he's like trying to explain it to her, he's just like, "What was I supposed to do? There was nothing I could do to stop it." Like he just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and it's like well, you, you could have just not shown up to do it at all. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. You would know more about the relationship, but like like I said, I just and this felt like they were just paired together because they they just thought that they were hot. But I don't think there's anything like deeper than that. Yeah, I'd say so forgettable. Like by the time you get to like season 13 and 14, you kind of have to be reminded that they went out for a couple of episodes in season yeah. 10. Um, this one automatically going in. I like to pretend they never happened. Uh Drew and Becky. Becky is the is the ex-girlfriend of Drew's deceased brother, and he gets with her after in the same season that his brother passed away, he gets with her. I'm sorry, that's automatic. I like to pretend they never happened. Yeah. Um, Drew and Bianca, I would go. I, I would say this is close to Endgame because this is like Drew's best relationship. But I'll put it in the the cute section. Um, definitely, so they helped each other a lot. Because I I was about to say toxic because of like the the in school BJ situation we were just kind of referring to, but but then he they. I forgot that later on there's the whole thing with like him and the guy from the gang and her being involved with that and them kind of helping each other get out of this like really bad situation. So I'll defer to your uh, judgment there with cute. Yeah. I got to put them there. Uh, There's another cute one for Drew, Uh, Drew and Claire, which is more like season 13, season 14, but it becomes a whole love triangle between E. Claire and uh, I forget their their name, Claire and uh, Drew's name. But uh, yeah, it becomes the whole the main love triangle of the last two seasons. But they were very cute for each other because uh, Claire was his vice president. He was president of the school and they worked together and they kind of helped each other get over Eli and Bianca. So they were cute together, but uh, just didn't work out because E. Claire forever. That's yes. what I say. And then this up for, another. Sorry, just JJ. Yes, start on the next generation. That that's you'll. Yes. Yeah, that's where that is. It'll be the episode where Emma um is gonna meet her friend from uh from the internet. And that's, yeah, that's like how it all starts. Yeah, that's the first episode. That's why I'm, we we did say when we, they first announced a reboot, we're hoping that there's like Emma and and Spinner's kid in the school yes. because we need we need some type of connection to the next generation my, on this show. My only ask, right, is one of their kids, like even like Liberty and JT's kid, if they can make some sort of story that makes sense to where they come to Degrassi to learn. But I like I said before, my my one ask. Is that there's just some sort of JT York memorial, like something in the school, like like I don't know. JT was that was 
I, it's so messed up they killed him off the show. Um, Yo, like, that's, like, the biggest complaint about the, yeah. <laughs> about the show is, like, why'd you have to kill off JT? Like, the comic the comic relief character you had to kill off. Yeah, and how many series? Oh, dude, there was, what, like, 15 seasons of Next Generation or something? Next Generation has 14 seasons, and then there's four seasons of uh, The Next Class on Netflix. So, right. it, so next generation eventually they start doing like some of the seasons have like 30 episodes or something it's like a lot no, it's of like episodes. 40 it's yeah. like i think i think season 10 11 12 and i want to say 13 have 40 episodes so they go really yeah really long you so know if I mean? you wind up enjoying the show they do a really good job of kind of like um hooking you at the end of every episode to want to watch the next one and if you yeah. get into it you can literally spend like your next few weeks just watching the show so yes you can go through like a couple of seasons like literally only the first couple of seasons have like i think it's like 10 or 12 episodes but yeah. then and after all- it goes like 20 and then so after 10 it's like 40 episodes a season yes and they're they're just for anyone watching this that wants to see it they're all completely free on youtube right now the the new show is moving to hbo but like i don't know what's going to happen to these episodes but while you can if you want to get caught up on this just type in negrossi on youtube and they have an official youtube channel it isn't like a bootleg second upload type thing it's you can watch the episodes in full right there on youtube for free yeah so yeah, you can you can binge watch it. We do a couple of watching on the show. I don't know uh what direction we're going in now that we're on Fightful Overbook, but you know we'll we'll, we'll figure it out together. Yes. You know, this whole community we're building here on Fightful Overbooked. A uh, couple of more couples. We're not going to go through all of this. I think this will be part one of our ranking of the Degrassi uh, couples. And then we can do like a part two and go through the rest of the couples after we do a little bit more educating on the latter seasons. But uh, we got, let's go JT and Mia, JT and Mia. She was the, the love triangle in the Liberty storyline, basically. You know, I like them a lot, actually, especially because Mia had the daughter and JT you know, kind of had to, him and Liberty had to give their daughter away. Yeah. So like they had this kind of like commonality. It, I thought it was really cool, honestly, how when they meet originally, Mia's like, you're PJJT. And he's like, she knows of him because her daughter likes watching his kids show on TV. Yeah. Like I thought that was really cool. The only, the only reason I would dock this away from like, an end game or maybe even a cute probably i'll probably put it around cute i want to get your opinion but that there was the underlying thing where like he wanted to be with liberty you know so like that just there that 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 was a layer to it as well so. i'm i'm just gonna say i think that mia is like one of the biggest missed opportunities of, of this whole series like i i don't know if it's down to uh nina's acting in the role or just the writer is not coming up with enough interesting things for her to do. Like, especially like season eight and on when she's like mom, model, student, cheerleader, like they had, they threw so much at her and never was she that interesting of a character. So I lean more to it's either a cute couple or I like to pretend it never existed. I'll let I'll let you make the judgment on that one. I'm okay. I'm okay either way because I can see I can see every side to this one. 
Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. But they are forgettable. That's for sure. Like I remember yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with forgettable. Let's put them in the middle there for for forgettable because I wouldn't put yeah. them on the same level of a lot of the couples that we already have. And I like to pretend they never have. When, when we are, think of Mia, you think of her with different people. When you think of JT, you think of him with different people. So yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, what other ones we got here for y'all? Trying to find any of the Declan, any of the Declan race. Oh, any of the De- uh, yeah. I mean Declan and, and Jane Oss. <laughs> yeah, that's toxic, right? I mean I want to say toxic or I like to pretend it never <clears throat> let's do they, that one. Never happened. They, yep. They completely character assassinate Jane in season nine. Like after everything she went through in season eight. Where she we, we find out she was molested by her dad and Spinner helps her through that. She gets beat up by her male teammates on her football team. Spinner helps her through that. She helps Spinner through his cancer treatment in season seven. Then we get to season nine and they're just like, you know what? We're gonna totally f up Jane and we're gonna <laughs> get, we're gonna make her cheat on Spinner with this douche called Declan. <laughs> The, the, as I've said on our previous episodes, man, the walking cliche, Declan Coyne, this guy just cringy. Um, JJ, oh, uh, this, I keep bringing him up here because I think this, a lot of people are going to be in the boat, uh, his boat here that are watching yeah. this for the first time. Just keep in mind when you start watching the show, they're like middle school age and it's, you might it might come across a little corny uh in, in ways like the the show as you but you, you need the foundation of those early episodes to for the character development because a lot of these kids that you see start in middle school here as we're talking about like you 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 they stay with them until they're like in like their like early 20s mid 20s some of them so like yeah. you know so even if you don't think the show is like amazing right when you start watching it then just keep in mind like the long-term stories that are going to come of this over literally over like 15 years of like some of these kids being on this show. So (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy, but that's actually very true. Very true there. Um, So let's do just a few more uh, couples here. Do you have Declan and Holly Jay on there? uh, Do I see it? I have to look very close for a couple of these uh, pictures here because these are very small pictures and then some of them they're kissing. Is, so you can't it, really. Are they kissing up on the top row next to the green shirt, like to the right of the green shirt, one over the right? Is, is that them it? there? Can't uh, tell. And <laughs> this one, they have the heads cut off. So that's, that's, that's a great one. Oh, we got this one uh, that we could throw in toxic uh, Fiona and her boyfriend at the start of season 10, her boyfriend that abuses. abuses oh yeah. Her. That guy was trash. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Bob, Bobby. Uh, I can't remember his name. Bobby something. He was Bobby. like a family friend that was, that was beating her. Yeah. He had a that. very, a very douchey sounding name. That's all I remember. Uh, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and let's end off on, I'm trying to find like, a main couple, the Bobby Beckenridge, by the way, that was the name. Oh, let's end off on Sav and Anya. Sav and Anya is actually, I believe, the longest couple that had the most episodes together in Degrassi: The Next Generation history. Wow. Um, that I'm torn on this one too because, like, she fakes a pregnancy with him. 
like yeah, that was a that was wild um because i've said it before i liked anya a lot like i probably like her more than most people who watch the show like she was one of my favorite characters for a while um and i like sav um but yeah i don't know where do you stand on this one because like I, it's hard for me to get over the whole the whole fake pregnancy thing it was it and then, like, they were choosing like baby names together, and like, the, the oh. it was, it was, it was kind of hard to watch. Yeah, it was very hard to watch, especially those those couple of episodes where she's faking the presidency with the plan that she's gonna have a fake uh, miscarriage. It's like, oh, horrible. Yeah, and um, and, all, and, all, and also Sav, like, while they were dating. Sav's parents had an arranged marriage for him yeah. set up. So like she never felt totally like they were really together for a while because there was this other girl that he was like supposed to be get married to because that's how the family wanted it and stuff. So like, I don't um, know. It's it's a mess. It's a mess, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe the guy in the green shirt is Declan for, uh, for Holly J. So we got Holly J and Declan <laughs> and we got Anya and Sav, uh, Based on everything we just said, I think Sav and Anya are either toxic as fuck. They're not forgettable. They're not. I would say they're either cute or toxic as fuck. So what did you? What would you say? I think they're cute, but they're too toxic to put it there. So <laughs> thank you. That's yeah. a good point. Uh, Holly J and Declan, they were a great couple up until Declan started trying to like buy her off. Um, so that was weird. That's another one I'm torn on because they were together a long time. They lived together in New York um they went through a lot of stuff together but Declan was like when he wouldn't get his way he would try to like throw money at her so that she would do what he wanted and like yeah yeah it was, it was I would weird. say I would say cute yeah. I would say I would say they were cute together they fit together a lot I I see we do have one more Drew Torres one him and uh him and uh, I forget her name uh Zoe Zoe Revis Oh man, this was another one I wish. No, they were toxic because he he basically hooked up with her after he broke up with with uh, Bianca and then had sex with her and broke up with her the very next day. And then she basically lied to her mom saying that he raped her. And then he was he they they tried to like put some blame on him when she eventually is actually raped. Um, so <laughs> that's just toxic altogether. So this is our our first part. Of our Degrassi <laughs> ranking the couples tier list here. Um, before we wrap things up, where do you think uh, how we should rank these tiers as we have them right now? Uh, so let's start with Endgame. Who do you think should be at the top of Endgame? Um, man, it's close because I like all these couples a lot. I, I think that uh, I, I had Emma and Sean wound up together. It's them. And that's my only reservation is that they didn't wind up together. But my gut is kind of JT and Liberty. I don't know. Like, I just I, feel like. I agree yeah. with you. Like, that's the one I was thinking, even over Snake and, and uh, Spike. But I would go how I would rank them. JT, Liberty. Um, Man, it's close. Because Eclair and, and Sean. I'm going to put Spike, even though they wind up together. I'm going to put Spike and Snake at the at the last year so i know my first and my last and then these three is hard to rank i'm gonna go with eclair second then palix and then summer i like it i like it that's the that's very that's fair um on the cute category 
I don't know. I don't know if I, I can do you know rank all these from from first to tenth or whatever. But like, if I'm if I'm choosing like a first place out of these, page and page and spinner was a real good one. That that one meant a lot to the show. And I also I also really liked uh, Ellie and Sean. Uh, so I would go with one of those two. Uh, one of those two couples yeah. as like we, number one and number two. We can go. Paige, uh, Spinner, then Sean, Ellie, then I would go Jay and Manny, then Spinner and Jane, uh, then we can go Caitlin and Joey, uh, yeah, we gotta put Bianca and, uh, Drew up here, we'll put them just ahead of the Caitlin and Joey. I'm gonna watch some of those right after this, actually, like, when the yeah. two of them are together, um, like, around the, the whole gang, uh, yeah, the like, gang story. I believe they start getting together at the where we're at in season ten, and then well, first I think he yeah he well he does the cheating with uh Ali, then that wraps up, and then he gets with Bianca, then you had the start of the gang stuff at, at the beginning of season eleven. So if you want to get into the nitty gritty, start at season eleven. If you want to see the start of their relationship, start in like the middle of season ten. Um, then I would put Maya and uh Cam up here. Then I would put Connor and no, well, I'll put Connor and Jenna ahead of Maya and Cam. Then we'll go Jimmy, Ellie. Oh no, actually, does Connor wind up like raising that like their kid? Like no, their kid they give up for adoption. Tyson. Oh oh, uh, Jenna and and uh, Casey. Casey, kid up. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. gotcha. They give gotcha. the kid up for adoption. I'm gonna put. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna put Claire and. Uh, kc back here because he he cheats on her for jenna and then we see how how much of a train wreck that relationship is so this seems like it's in the right order uh so forgettable uh since since it's the most memorable of the so forgettable uh portion i think alex and uh, jay are in the right spot yeah and those are hard to rank because it's like they're all forgettable and like they're all forgettable in their own ways um none of these relationships mattered on the show uh, for the most part, um, especially like, like like the Craig and his like random girlfriend in the movie and stuff. Like, I mean, that that was the whole relationship we saw was like a few minutes of them together kind of stuff. So, And, and we have JT and Mia last because they're the only so forgettable couple here that actually matters because that's the whole start of the Degrassi versus Lake Rose rivalry. Yes, for sure. Um uh, I like to pretend they never happened. I think we got the right the right couple at the top of there for sure. Um, it's hard to see. It's Spinner and and Emma, and Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just that's that one wins because I think everyone would agree on that. It just didn't make any sense. Um, and also, you know, I'll put uh, I'll put Toby and Liberty way way up there too. Um, because I was I just, thinking that too. <laughs> I just can't get over the whole. Listen, I like Toby. I do. Um. I just like to joke about the fact that like he would like the timing was like, dude, come on. You can't be doing this. Um, so anyways, what a jerk. Yeah. Um, and now the, the tough decision here, Jensen, who is the most toxic couple in Degrassi out of what we got ranked here as uh, Craig and Ashley or Craig and Manny. Oh man. Um, I'm going to say Craig and Ashley and, and I'm going to go with that because 
the Craig and Manny stuff, they were pretty much just like hooking up and like, yeah, he got her on Coke and stuff. And like, that's not good. But like Ashley was like legitimately jealous of like anybody who like was close to her. Like she just always jealous about stuff. And Craig was always toxic towards any girls that liked him. So like they're, Craig was one of my favorite characters on the show. Don't get me wrong. He was just terrible when it came to how he treated women. So it's like one of the, it's like the guy who treated the women, the I shouldn't say the worst. Cause like, I mean, I, I'm sure down there, like we can knock one out real. Actually the most is, is Rick and Terry down there. I was looking for them too. <laughs> if, if they're on there, that's the most toxic couple for obvious reasons. Like he, he beat her and hit her so badly. She wound up in a coma and was never seen on the show ever again. So like she went from main character, character to off the show because he was hitting her. Um, so if that's on there it. anywhere, I got to get a good look too. I'm going to lean into this. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing it here, which is a damn, they, they were so toxic. They didn't even make this list. That's how toxic Rick and Terry was that I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them. Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. Maybe me. I, I don't see them either. Maybe I had to look harder or maybe they just aren't there. Like you said. Yeah. But, but that that that's who I would vote as the most toxic couple for obvious reasons in in that one. But of the ones we have listed here, um, yeah, I I I'd, I'd say yeah, Craig's the most toxic towards women. Ashley's just toxic in general. So like they were just the a combination for just toxic AF. <laughs> toxic af so we got craig and ashley at the top of toxic af but this was a good start to our journey here on fightful overbooked we want to thank everyone who joined us live everyone that joined us in the live chat as well as our very first special guest alex queen of the ring who was great as always jensen anything you want to plug before you sign off uh yeah if y'all want to uh you know check out more of my stuff Fight talk underscore on Twitter. I all this stuff I do over at Fightful, the Fightful Select Weekender podcast on Fightful Select. I talk mainly independent pro wrestling on there every Sunday as a part of the five dollar tier. So you get you get my show, you get Alex Blasi Sour Graps, you get a, you get a bunch of different stuff, and then you of course get all the news from Sean Ross Sapp. Um, Thursdays at two p.m. Eastern, the Spotlight with myself and Jeremy Lambert. If you want to check the replay out from yesterday's show. Uh, it was it was a real good one. We talked uh, a whole bunch of different stuff, like uh, you know who's going to be the, the WWE title match at WrestleMania, and you know X Pac returning to the ring, and Impact versus Ring of Honor, and MJF versus CM Punk, and all this stuff. So it, it was a lot of fun. If you want to watch the replay of that or watch our first episode from last week, those are all available on YouTube.com/slash Fightful over there on the main channel, and then. Uh, yeah, everything else I do, I just keep updated on Twitter. Um, so yeah, just uh, I talk underscore. Yes, and you can find me on the Twitter machine at True Heel SP3. My written work over at WrestleTalk.com as well as SportsKita.com. I'll be back on YouTube later tonight, following SmackDown and Rampage on SportsKita Wrestling YouTube channel with Rick Uccino and Dutch Mantel. For Smack Talk, reviewing both shows, you can see me and Rick Uccino over on the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast that's also available wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And, of course, the True Hill Heat 
YouTube channel tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time. True Hill Heat 161, our latest fantasy wrestling draft with special guests, Bodyslam.net's uh, Cassidy Haynes and Carissa Lopez. So check all of that out. Subscribe to those channels. And I'll be back on the Fightful Overbook YouTube channel next Friday for Friday Morning Coffee with uh, Jeremy Lambert. We're going to do a special after the trade deadline. We'll be back with another edition of Degrassi Dudes with myself and Jensen. And then a week from Sunday, True Rewind joins the Fightful Overbooked team with myself, Drunk Guy JJ, and Romeo reviewing the Monday Night Wars between WWF and WCW. So a lot to enjoy from Fightful Overbooked and True Hill Heat and Fight Talk. So enjoy all of those. Watch some Degrassi, Degrassi YouTube channel. Our boy JJ has put the link in the chat. Watch some and then join us back here next week on Degrassi Dudes. Yeah, subscribe, hit that thumbs up, whatever it takes. I know I, know I, can, I can make, make it, it through. through. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to hit the button this time. If, if I, I hold, hold on, if ya. I do, I know I can make it through.